Hey everybody, welcome to the Expanding with Andrea podcast. I'm Andrea and today we are talking about what I do in the mornings to help my ADHD a ton. So I have ADHD, I'm not medicated right now, I've been medicated in the past so I know what it's like to really feel like my ADHD is under control and honestly I really really struggle to be productive to get things done. Um, In the past I've really struggled to like meet deadlines, stuff like that. But when you're a business owner, you've really got to figure it out. And this, like the way I've been structuring my mornings, I really feel like I have. I feel like I'm more on top of my stuff now, unmedicated with this morning routine, than I have being medicated. Like it is a huge, huge shift to make. And I've really never had a period in my life where I'm creating such high quality work hitting my deadlines the way that I have, and manifesting goals as consistently as I am right now. In this morning routine, you guys, I know that morning routines get a, they get a bad rap. You know, we see all those CEO morning routines are super cheesy. They're completely not realistic. This is so great. It's so, at least for me, it's really doable. I really encourage you to like structure this morning routine in a way that makes sense for you. And I don't even do it every day. Like this isn't something that you need to do a hundred percent of the time for it to make a positive impact in your life. Just try it one day and then see if you like it. So you guys keep listening. I'm going to go over all of it with you. This is so good. And I even have a free PDF that you can download so that you can understand this morning routine a little bit better and structure it a little bit better. It is so so good. But first, I want to help you inject some accountability into your business. That's the first thing that my clients say to me when they hire me. They need accountability to do what they say they're going to do. And they need to feel like some level of urgency or almost like supervision to really feel like to really feel like they can follow through on some of those projects that feel a little bit too big for them. Like it helps them a lot to really feel like someone's keeping an eye on them, keeping an eye on their business. I know that that's why a lot of people hire OBMs maybe a little bit too early because like they need that oversight. They need that supervision on some level to help them stay on track. That's totally normal because here's the thing, like those massive results that you know that you'd love to experience that could look like stabilize again, 5k months that could look like finally hiring an assistant making enough to afford therapy, wouldn't that be nice, 20k months, whatever it looked like, etc, etc. All of that is so available to you. But here's the thing. All you need to do is commit to taking massive action. And you can do that the easy way or you can do it the hard way. So let's talk about the hard way really quick. This can look like knowing you have a big vision, knowing you have a place you want to be, but refusing to resource yourself, telling yourself you're going to figure it out on your own, which might be a pattern you've already been stuck in for years already. This can look like shaming yourself for not knowing how to deal with it and not being able to figure out why you can't just hit your goals already. This can look like refusing to speed the process up for yourself by getting an expert's opinion or getting the help that you know that you need and that truly you do deserve, like you deserve the resources that you need to get to where you want to go, right? This can look like really intense thought patterns that drain your energy and make you feel like even one sales conversation or money move a day is approaching your limit. This can look like wishing you were able to be more consistent with your content, but consistently missing posts and feeling like crap about it. 
adjusting to taking massive action can be intense, right? Like if you've ever been through a period of massive growth in your business or you really felt like you shifted how you showed up in a major way, it can be an intense period. But most of the time, it's not the actual tasks that are exhausting you. It's the thoughts that you're thinking while this goes down. That 40-second voice note explaining your offer to that person you think it'd be perfect for, that two-paragraph email pitching that company to work with your brand, that can literally just be a couple of minutes of your day, a normal part of your workday, not something to obsess about and ruminate over for weeks and to wonder if you're wording it exactly the right way and to wonder if you're pitching yourself exactly the right way. These can be simple decisions that you act on with confidence. So let's talk about the easy way. Let's talk about the easy way. You've set your sights on this big goal and something about it just feels locked in. Have you ever had that feeling? You're signing clients, you're sending invoices, you're pitching brands, if that's your thing. You're speaking more confidently about your business. You're unapologetically taking up more space. You're feeling confident in your ability to respond and you're feeling confident about your ability to take this on and take up space. You're selling you're selling like you know and you trust that you're on the right track and people are reaching out to you through your marketing. You feel really nimble. You feel like really checked into your business. You feel like you're on. You're the CEO. You're running shit really well. You feel like there's nothing you can't handle. You've never done work or educated on this level before because you feel so good. You feel so resourced. Your anxiety is so low. You're finally hiring help. That's what this period of expansion can look like for you. Your confidence is through the roof because you finally have the resources you need to do great things. You've hired a coach because you realize now that you deserve what you need to uplevel your mindset and to improve your self-concept. Your embodiment is next level because you're taking this mindset work and you're locking it in with the big action steps that really make it feel real to you and really, really turn this into a tangible lifestyle change. When you're working in your business, you're feeling on and you're feeling connected and you're being a responsible steward of your business so that you can feel like things are handled and on track all the time. You don't have this like anxiety, this like running energy leak of this task that you're pushing off because you feel like you're not ready. You know you got to do it. You know you should have that cl- that conversation with that client. You know that you should hire that that position. You know that you should push yourself in a certain way. You don't have that constant anxiety because you're pushing back tasks that you know will move you forward and you don't always feel like things are slipping through the cracks. This is why I really love to talk about what it means for a growth period to be easeful or not because realistically you might have all the same things on your to-do list either way, right? Like your path forward, there are are big moves that you're going to make on your path forward that are going to be the same regardless of whether you feel really confident really resourced or whether you don't, right? Like the difference is how are we thinking about the things that we have to do? How are we thinking about our next moves? How are we talking to ourselves about our ability to make these next moves? This is why I love my coaching package, Expand. It's pretty much the definition of taking the easy way or the more easeful route, you guys. So it includes bi-weekly coaching packages with like coaching calls with me, Monday to Friday voice note access with me in case anything comes up and you're looking to get unstuck or reconnect to your momentum, move forward quickly. And it also includes content supervision. You guys, this is so, so huge. That means you're sharing your content calendar with me wherever you host your content calendar. And 
I can know and be keeping an eye on if you're on track, if you have posts coming up, if you're posting consistently, if you're posting on message, how your sales posts are looking, why your sales posts are working well, why they're maybe not working so well. This content supervision is next level. And if you're someone who thinks that you would benefit a lot from knowing that they have another set of eyes on their strategy, knowing that they have, have another set of eyes on their marketing, on their business, that level of accountability, and it would really help them be more consistent or feel more on the ball or feel more supported. If you're looking to transform your business, you guys, that's what I do. So combining that accountability, the things that you know will be so transformative for you, combining that accountability with that next level strategy, with that embodiment, with that mindset work, with the fact that I've just been studying and paying attention to business owners who grow really, really quickly and who expand their business from a place of like real rootedness and a place of real safety and confidence like that. If you're looking to combine that level of accountability with a coach who really sees expansion and growth in that way, that is what I do. If you're wanting to feel excited and inspired about your business again, that is what I do. If you want to feel like your perfect fit clients keep reaching out and inquiring on how to work with you, that is what I do. If this is like next level strategy, you guys, accountability and embodiment, this is demystifying attraction marketing so that it finally starts to make sense. If you're looking to sign more clients to start focusing on more passive offers, to take more downtime, or just to like have more fun and more money in your pocket, or probably a little bit of all the above, I have an info page in my show notes if you'd like to apply and learn more about working one-on-one. -on -one. So let's go over my low dopamine morning routine. Like I said, you guys, I'm neurodivergent. Many of my clients are neurodivergent. And this is so good. Literally the first morning I did this, I was completely sold. I had as good of a day that I used to have when I was medicating my ADHD with Adderall. This was an absolute game changer. Like when I describe it, you're going to be like, that seems a little bit hard. I literally only had to make me myself do it the first day. And I like remember in my body how well it worked to the point that I've never been able to adhere to something like this. I don't have to do it perfectly every single morning. There's like a lot of flexibility. That's why I really, really like the PDF that I'm going to talk about a little bit later. You can download that in the show notes and it goes over what the real cornerstones of this is, but I'll sort of walk you through the whole thing. So I created this based on what I've learned based on my own like productivity rhythm, I guess, and based on what I learned from the Huberman Lab podcast. That's neuroscientist and ophthalmologist, I think, Dr. Andrew Huberman. He's great. And so it's really, really built, built to optimize your dopamine, optimize your motivation. But I also created it to be super easy because my willpower is not super high first thing in the morning. Like I'm not waking up and doing cardio right when I wake up. So the way that I do it is I wake up just before sunrise because it's winter and the sun isn't rising till like almost eight here, but you can wake up after if you want. I just am an early riser naturally. I probably will wake up after sunrise in the summer when the sun's waking up at like 5.30 in the morning. I think that that's fine. I don't scroll and I don't look at my phone, like unless it's like a text from my boyfriend that's like, hi, good morning. Like I don't do stressful phone stuff until after my first Pomodoro of the day. 
that is important. I started showering at night for the most part so that my hair is like dry and ready to go. I have like my little nighttime routine so my hair dries nice. I brush my teeth, I get ready, and I empty the dishwasher if I have time while I wait for my coffee to be ready. So my coffee is like my first reward in the morning. And then for me, like getting ready and brushing my teeth and getting everything all ready, honestly, that's not all stuff I do every single day. I don't get fully ready every single day, but I know that I have a way better day when I do. So I've made that the thing that I do before I get my first award of the day, which is my cup of coffee. So I brush my teeth, I get dressed, I empty the dishwasher five times while I wait for my coffee to be ready or my coffee to be like a drinkable temperature. I put on my shoes and I set an intention. This is important. I do one 45 minute like sprint, I guess, of like cognitively demanding work. So that could be content creation or revision, either for myself or for my clients, freelance work, course creation, sales copy, marketing, whatever it is. Like that's my big like accomplishment hour. If I can accomplish that early in the day, I have so much more confidence and so much more momentum, even if that's all of the work I do that day. Like that is really, really major. So by this point, I've woken up, I've had my coffee reward, right? Like I've woken up, I've gotten ready. I've had my coffee reward, which we love to see it. I love a coffee reward. Um, then I've set my intention and I've had my first sprint, right? So that's what I've done so far. I've done that 45 minute of cognitively demanding work. That's my first sprint and that builds an immense amount of momentum. You have no idea. And then afterwards I take a 15 minute break. That's normally when I go on my phone, I get some dopamine that way. I might take a little bit longer of a break if I'm really feeling like I need to or if I have more getting ready to do or whatever. And then, so that's what I consider my morning routine, I guess, is the way that I consider it. Those four things. When you download the PDF, if that's something you'd like to add so that you have a better picture of what this looks like, when you download that, you'll see that it's done after the first sprint. But then after that, what do I do? So you get like a little bit bonus of a peek into my general workday, I guess. I do 45 minutes of money moves and expansion moves. So that's like that's like your sales activities, those uncomfortable tasks that you know will really move you forward. I ask myself if there's anyone in my circle who genuinely fit benefit from me making them an offer. So maybe a download came through, like a like a stroke of inspiration when I was meditating or journaling. Journaling, maybe you simply reach out to connect a little bit deeper in the DMs with someone who seems really interested in what you're doing. Maybe there is someone that you just know would be a great fit. Those are the types of tasks that you would do. Those are the types of tasks that I would do, right? I also ask myself if there's any moves that I need to make to align to my next level of business. So sometimes there are commitments I make for the future. Like I knew that for me to feel like my next level was more believable. I needed to add some structure to my workday. That's how this morning routine came through to begin with because I needed something that was structuring the beginning of my day and really setting myself up for success. Or like when I said I was going to start podcasting again because I feel so much more in my lane, so much more in my expertise when I'm consistently creating long form content like this. Sometimes there are actions I could take in that exact moment, like going over my onboarding process for my EFT bundle. Like for example, one of my recent things that I did during this little stretch is I put together a plan to build out a sales page and an automation to get people into the bundle. I'm having more and more people in it so far and it's going great, but people in the door is some, like getting people in the door and like on the platform is something I'm still doing manually. 
And I get a lot of anxiety that I'm missing something or that I'm missing someone. And that adds a lot of heaviness to my sales process. It's like a little bit unconscious. Obviously, I'm still obsessed with Entrepreneur for EFTs, the EFT bundle. I'm still obsessed with it. I think it's such a great process and such a great like resource to have. Like, I think it's so, so good. There's nothing like it. But that doesn't mean that there's not still a heaviness with it when I'm worried. Like, am I going to remember to get everybody in the door and I'm going to remember all the steps. I'd love to just have it automated. Like people hit the button, they they buy it, they pay for it and it's ready to go. And I don't have to worry. And if you're wondering what the most magnetic energy is to sell, it's the one where you're really at ease and comfortable and trusting that everything is going smoothly. Trust is such a huge part of it. Trusting yourself, trusting your systems. Something that's coming out soon, actually, in the EFT for Entrepreneurs bundle is a vlog style of my ideal low dopamine day, and that's going to be exclusive to EFT for Entrepreneurs. So I gave the info link in the show notes in case you really like this resort, like if you really like this podcast episode and you were thinking about EFT for Entrepreneurs, you'd love a visual representation, like vlog style of what it looks like for me to go through it. That's coming out really soon. That's going to be an EFT for Entrepreneurs. It's going to be so good. And then, so after I'm done those two 45 minute sprints, from that point on, I just move intuitively through my workday. Most days, I have a ton of motivation. I get a lot more done. Some days, this is all I do. It's great. But regardless of how much work I do, I have a ton of motivation. I've set really clear priorities and I feel really confident. I don't do this every day. If I'm really not feeling it, I don't do it. Um... And I don't have as good of a work day or as good of a day in general if I don't do it. But I'm not here to be productive and optimize every single day of my life. Like, I think that a big part of being a human is giving yourself the space to like eat fruit in the sunshine, you know, and do stuff like that. So if I need a day off or I want to take a day off or I do the full morning routine, but I only do one sprint or those first two sprints and I don't get anything off like I don't get anything else done that day. That's okay. Like I don't make myself be productive. I'm not here to force myself to work. But if I feel like I want to go out for lunch, if I feel like I can, if I feel like I want to spend more time with my friends, or if I feel like I want to take it easy, I can take that time for the most part. Because when I am sitting down and working, I'm very in flow, and I'm very productive, and I'm very connected to my higher self. I'm making sure everyone's taken care of. And I'm not like leaving things and not taking care of my business. So I can take a day off and be pretty confident that my business isn't going to crash and burn. So I made a PDF that I can email you. I left a link in the show notes where you can get a link to download the PDF in case you're worried about missing a part, in case you're worried about structuring this for yourself. And in the PDF, I talk all about the order in which you do things and the way you reward yourself in the morning and what you can do to really change your, I guess, to really change your flow and your motivation and your productivity through the day. So let me know if you try this. Let me know if you, let me know the different ways you make it your own. I know that not everybody is their most productive first thing in the morning. I know that I am. If you're not productive first thing in the morning, maybe just try this as like a pre-work routine or experiment with staying off your phone until you do something a a little bit more challenging. Maybe you're not on your phone first thing in the morning. Maybe you're not on your phone. Maybe you're not um, 
super work productive first thing in the morning, but you stay off your phone until after you're done your first workout, because that's something that you do like to do first thing in the morning. Like all of this counts. And I think that the PDF is going to be really helpful for you in understanding, like, it's not about front loading your day with work if that's not your thing in the pdf it's phrased as having one tiny hard thing and then your first reward right so like look at try looking at it that way and see if that's a little bit more helpful for you in terms of your ability to make this your own but yeah my neurodivergent babes that is my morning routine it's been giving me kind of insane results lately i know morning routines are so cheesy and all these ceos have like super cheesy morning routines but if you like this episode, please subscribe or share it with a friend or give us a five-star review, download the PDF, do all the things, do all the above. I would love to see you next week. I hope that this was so good. This is a little bit shorter than usual, but I just wanted to get this out to you as soon as possible. I hope that you have an amazing rest of your day. Bye.